0: Welcome to the 40K Lorecast. Welcome to Forty K Lorecast with me, John Barsadi and Brad Chester. This guy. Episode two of Dark Angels, Brad. Let's dig into how much secrets they want to to do.
1: All I'm saying, I want to start this off with how excited Future Me is. Because Future Me, by the time this is released, the Dark Angels Codex will be released. You know what I have right now? Not a Dark Angels Codex. (laughs) So I don't have the newest stories, the newest rules. And I'm jonesing, and I'm mad at Future Brad. For that having guy the information. knows more stuff. Yeah. He has the secrets, yeah. which we we already talked about.
0: Future Brad's got stories that we don't have. He it's has
1: the book of secrets. <laughs>
0: so a quick recap from last episode. We, we started with, they are the first legion. The emperor brings them in and says to them, I've got a very specific task for you guys to do. No big deal. Just viciously murder anything and everything I tell you to. And do it in a way no one even else knows you murdered them. That level of murder. Yeah. So kind of like an assassin, sort of.
1: But also, you get. I want you to make sure you have no credit for it.
0: Yeah, no credit for it. But like an assassin who burns a galaxy They yeah. make it so no one knows it ever even existed.
1: We that kind. Ma- we we want to make sure you've killed everyone that's ever known that yeah. they were there. Yeah. So we, we want you to Kaiser Soze. Exactly. Because- <laughs>
0: That's an old movie reference, but it's good enough, and if people don't get it, that's their fault. It's, it's um, my favorite movie.
1: Thank you very much. Usual Suspect. Boom. Really? Usual Suspects, Blade Runner, top one and two. Yeah,
0: I just go with Jaws, because it won this thing called Oscars. <laughs>
1: oh, and Blade the, Runner, and Blade and The Godfather. Runner, Blade Runner also won the Oscar for best movie of all time, <laughs> or at least number two on my list. There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today we're going to dive into kind of the post Lion, Dark Angels. They've now, they've got the lion and things look like they're going to get a lot better. Spoiler alert, they do for a bit and then they get massively worse.
1: They've also taken some serious hits. Yeah. So they get the lion. Mm -hmm. We Let's just jump into that. Yeah, let's go. They get the lion and the lion immediately solves big, big problems. You know, where they lost, I don't know, a third to half of the the marines in the legion uh, trying to fight against the ragdan also slash the crave they have multiple alien forces that are just wrecking the galaxy i mean legit wrecking the galaxy and the lion shows up it really turns the tide yeah. and effectively makes them a much better fighting force which Again, they were psychically and genetically created to have a... Well,
0: and let's also talk about what the lion brings. So the problem is the emperor was a, a bit of an issue for these guys because the emperor was is dictating to them, here's what you go do. He wasn't leading them. He just behind the scenes telling them where to well, go. he's and also do telling them
1: to do terrible shit. And because he's bad English dad, mm-hmm. it's even worse because he goes, you guys have to do terrible shit. See you later. Yeah. And they're like, any particular reason why? And you have to remember also... Everyone else is getting accolades for everything they do. Mm -hmm. Your closest rivals are literally sending you emails every day about how awesome they are. And this is the thing that they did. And you just got done doing the last thing in the sewers of a planet that you're not allowed to tell anybody about.
0: Well, it'd be nice if it was the sewers of a planet. not we're going to radiate a planet to death and can't tell them when we did it. Meanwhile... So let's let's pivot on that. Let's talk about kind of where they were before the Lion and Post Before the Lion, they were just kind of Thunder Warriors.
1: Well, but they're terrible. You got to remember they're they're just adorned with skulls. Yeah. They're just the scary legion cuz they're also trying to scare people off cuz they effectively don't have a set press release for right. what they just did. Everybody's like, "Uh, we don't have a PR guy."
0: Yeah, oh, the Dark Angel here. Where where have you guys been somewhere doing a thing? All right, you you, you yeah. do that. Um, and
1: the lion showed up in Caliban. The lion's bringing all of the the lawful neutral, <laughs> the ultimate lawful neutral. <laughs> of It's a knightly order. They yep. have knightly order rules, and the lion brings those rules to the dark angels. And to be fair, it actually makes it a lot better. You see it in the writing. You see it in things. And it's not an immediate thing, but when you're at least given a reason and rules and this is going to make things better. Look at Caliban. We have this organized, structured society that's working out and this is what you guys are doing. So it makes the doing the awful shit a little bit easier. Because there's
0: at least some sort of rule structure behind
1: it. Exactly. Right. It's not like you're just bad. Right. And,
0: and we asked <clears throat> you to keep being bad.
1: That's a big deal though. It, it, it also changes what the legion is for a while
0: well yeah because the legion as you said the legion went from being adorned with skulls or they were just almost in my, my opinion they're moving towards cruelty they were what they did was they excelled at cruelty not in like a you know Drukari torture type sense but in the sense of like we're going to go somewhere and if we arrive everyone knows that they're all dead yeah, but there is, They're the best at
1: being awful.
0: Yeah, that, That's it. Mm-hmm. And now instead we're coming in and we are the knights of the round table. We are here to save the populace from whatever is being attacked. Now it's possible we're going to still kill both of them but that's And well, They also
1: have a guy that lets you rationalize a lot mm-hmm. better too because to be fair, the lion, at least in the beginning until a lot of things happen, is the best at rationalizing his own behaviors too. Yeah. So He's basically telling his legion, hey, man, it's okay to be awful sometimes. And you're like, how awful? And you're like, I'm going to think differently in a couple hundred years, but right now what I think (laughs) is anything goes as long as it's us doing our thing. And that is what the Dark Angels are for a long time. And they kind of circle back to it once you lose the lion. But things really go well with the lion. Also... As with most legions, but even more so with the Lion, these guys are literally genetic predisposed to Well, lie.
0: yeah, and that's what I wanted to dig into, is that, as we said before, they are the first legion. But they were nowhere near, I don't think they were in the top ten for getting, for getting their Primark. Oh, in he, order. they got him late. From the perspective of the Dark Angels, they were mm-hmm. the Emperor's favorite. They were the first legion. The Emperor gave them all of his hardest battles he gave to them. Then... They go to the, the, the second Xeno side of the rag and kind of get their butts get, butts kicked.
1: They didn't kind of get their butts kicked. They got rolled. They got rolled.
0: <laughs> they lose half the Legion or so and only get saved by the Ultramarines and the Space Wolves.
1: Who, who both who, who have both their Primarchs.
0: Yeah, the, the Primarchs. They're watching all of their Legions come up and these Legions, as Brad was saying earlier, they're getting the accolades for clearing all their stuff and the Dark Kingdom are sitting there saying, hey, we were the first ones, whatever happened to us. Luckily, the lion shows up and does exactly that because he not only does he give them the leadership, but he also comes through and is giving them a recruiting world. So then now they've got, they can actually replenish their ranks. And it's a very, very good recruiting world because if you're going to make a, a army, why not pull from the place you're, you're that's made of soldiers? you're
1: getting acknowledgments. You're getting mm-hmm. – your purity seals is basically like getting a happy face sticker in school when you're a little kid. Well, yeah. It, it feels nice to finally get acknowledged for all the shit you've already been doing. They still have to do some dirty shit,
0: but. But at least it's, there's some positives.
1: There's some positives. They're getting a little bit more known for what they did, but also dad appreciates what you're doing. Yeah. You know I mean, and he gives, he also restructures the shit out of the Legion. To oh,
0: massively. One thing that's interesting about, about at this stage is, as we've discussed during the Horse Heresy, as the Great Crusade is coming to an end, this is the point where chaos actually does start affecting some of the legions. We obviously know about the, the, the word Bears who have been doing it kind of forever.
1: Screw you, Lord guy.
0: But one thing we mentioned last time, and it's really important to bring up again, Caliban is just barely not... In the Eye of Terror. It, it,
1: it also... <laughs> it they, looks at it. It also, they cleansed it of chaos in the great... I mean, the lion legitimately led a great crusade, but did it on a planet
0: scale. Yeah, with a bunch of horses <clears throat> and rode... Yeah, we I mean, Literally... Just, just rode in a circle n- and killed every, every beast. On the planet. But the beasts were chaos
1: beasts. Right, and they came from chaos, and you're like, did you get rid of them, or did you just kill all the existing ones? Spoiler he killed all the. Yeah, you
0: can't, you can't <clears throat> kill
1: chaos. This right. So like, there's still the taint of chaos still there, <clears throat> and they have to deal with this, even though they're on the pure planet.
0: Yeah, and so this becomes a really important piece for Dark Angels lore, them and their battle with chaos, of all the loyalists, except for maybe. The Gray Knights. <laughs>
1: well, they're not. They're not. Yeah. They're not original chapters.
0: Yeah, that's not, but, that's, but they are all the original chapters. The they have the deepest and kind of strongest battle with chaos. One area that we should discuss about that is the Watchers in the Dark, which are a.
1: John's got certain things that he thinks they are.
0: <laughs> I firmly believe. I think they're good. Nerd-like. That's what I think they are. So we'll discuss what with, with the Watchers okay. of the Dark are per the codexes in the books. They are small, humanoid beings that you can't see their face. They wish they You can't hooded. see anything about them. Yeah. Yeah, it's you hooded. can't actually see their bodies. Yeah. Well, it's a hooded f- they're figure. A herded, it's they're, a Jawa. Yeah. It's a they're, Jawa. We, we know where they took the idea from. It's yeah. a Jawa. It's, it's
1: a Jawa. I mean, it's I mean, a, you, can't, you can see literally nothing about them.
0: Yeah. We, uh, we, they a wear Jawa. a giant column. And they don't speak. And that's it. That's. But they're always kind of around. And the Knights of Caliban are all aware of them obviously the lion's aware of them.
1: Nobody, they, we, I, I do want to stop on this because mm-hmm. it, correct me if I'm wrong, I'd love you guys to throw in the comments, but like, I don't think that other people know that Watchers in the Dark exist.
0: That's my thought too. It's funny because they're modeled, and you're dead right, they're modeled on some of the units. Like the lion has them on, on, on his new units. But
1: unit. no one, even in the Dark Angels books, as far as I know, and maybe I'm completely mm-hmm. wrong and I'm just not, I'm black waxing over it, but no one addresses that there's a Watcher in the Dark like right there when they're talking to somebody from the Dark Angels.
0: No, you're right. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of the heresy book.
1: Yeah, like no. no one says like, hey man, there's a tiny dude sitting right over there. Like no one acknowledges these guys. So I think that they just can't see them unless you can see into the warp or they don't really mention it. But I, I do think that the Watchers in the Dark uh, can obfuscate themselves like yeah, ultra.
0: So, watch in the dark. I'm just going to keep standing by. Brad and I discovered discussed this the other day. I firmly believe that they are beasts of chaos, but they're good beasts of chaos. So, they're kind of like I, I think good nurglings.
1: Well, we got to go back to the warp on that mm-hmm. because the warp isn't inherently awful. I mean, we between the Eldar and humans, we kind of just made it awful, right? But the warp. Again, Remember, it used to be a serene pond of infinite energy. And
0: that's the thing. Why can't why can't there be good good chaos gods?
1: 100%. I mean, there we is We haven't
0: done the Eldar episode well, yet, but There's the Eldar chaos, gods.
1: Screw everybody on this. There's totally good demons right now. Uh, all of the saints for sisters, boom, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Totally demons. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry. All right all they right, right, just are. It.
0: Fine. <laughs> episode 17, Dark Angels Part 2/ <laughs> slash... All of the Imperium is made up, made up of demons. <laughs> it just is.
1: There's tons of warp entities that are saints. They're avatars of goodness. Uh, all of that.
0: Wait, I was actually, because I was going to go with the, the Eldar gods. The Eldar gods are, yeah. those feel like warp entities to me. A
1: thousand percent mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, they're just also, they're basically not even gods. They were just super ju- juiced up Eldar. Fight me on this, Eldar people. The original Eldar gods were just
0: yeah, we, up. The, the Eldar. We're, I, Brad and I discussed structure. We tried. We went to about three episodes per faction. Eldar may may hit
1: five. <laughs> there's stuff to be told.
0: Well, there's. I, I, I'm going to have to give him an episode on dinosaur riders.
1: Exodites. Yes. <laughs>
0: it's just no. There's no way not do it. Um, but back to back to Watchers in the Dark. So the Watchers in the Dark are this really cool creature being whatever you want to have that exists on Caliban.
1: Also, but, super cool model.
0: Yeah, but actually follow the Dark Angels off. So they're not. They're not stuck from Caliban. They are on capital ships. They actually will appear, and the only thing the Watchers of the Dark seem to care about is protecting humanity from chaos. That's when they they chaos, always the key,
1: appear. basically the, the warp. Kind of
0: yeah, like. they always appear when something from the warp, some either an actual warp entity or later on, you know, so, if, you're fi- if you're fighting people who are alive. Psychic powers, chaos, yeah. yeah boom, they will pop up. And we've had numerous editions of the game where they could deny second powers. Well, they they, uh, they also
1: used to give the four-up invuln mm-hmm. You know, they, they, had, they basically have the power to project super-powerful shields. Yeah,
0: against <clears throat> evil. So yeah. this is a cool thing for them to have and is going to, as you guys can probably tell from a structure standpoint, if we're talking about it and then we're going to stop talking about it, it means it's coming up later. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the watchers in the dark they exist they seem to be from everything i've read but it's never called called out explicitly a entity of good that surrounds the dark angels which is ironic cuz this is dark angels up to this point were an entity of bad
1: i think it started as a little <laughs> bit of like the the lady in the lake type thing from mm-hmm. that though because they they show up to protect and they they provide help in the day in the times of in the darkest times you get the watchers in the dark show, so let's move then
0: into the lion leading the dark angels and the first thing that that happens obviously, as we discussed before is they uplift caliban into the dark angel so they go through and just literally grab every single Everybody. night of caliban holy I mean, crap at, it's there are not a lot of Ooh, there's not a lot of people left after this. They grab everyone. They do one of two things. Them. They either implant them with the organs. Through the actual
1: organs. If you're young enough to be a space brain, you're a space brain. Yeah. If you're not and you're a knight and you're older, a.k.a. Luther, yeah. you get DeVito. You get the weird steroid treatment, yeah. which for some unknown reason, you don't know why you get the organs at that point in time because you can die from the organs. You don't die from the steroids. And the steroids apparently make you,
0: just as good just as good yeah, as This Murray. is another just classic gw plot hole where it's like we could do this thing we'll make you a super soldier oh but what if someone's too old for it's okay we have this incredibly safe option that has almost no yeah. mortality <laughs> and we just use that and it gives you the exact same the same results why don't we do that every time ah because
1: he wouldn't be able <laughs> to spit acid yeah has anybody ever spit acid in any book ever no, no. but we, but they can
0: but they can i even the chaos guys can't do it. So it's okay, <laughs>
1: it's
0: okay. They're all wearing helmets. Anyway, they uplift everybody, and now they, the Dark Angels swing back. The Dark Angels are up to this point, thanks to the, the, the Zeno side had actually swung down. They were kind of, they, they, were, on, they were on the bench for a lot of for,
1: well they did lose 50,000 yeah, 50, they lost half their legion but
0: they were on so they got put on the bench now they come back out and not only and they go back to better than their prior four.
1: Yeah they do an 80s montage video yeah and literally the best the best
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so they one little problem with all this uplifting though is Luther
1: Luther You, you know what we're going to pause on that why do you hate Luther so much?
0: Okay. I hate Luther so much because I don't like massive plot holes. And the entire purpose of Primarchs is that they are perfect beings. Every Primarch that was found on every planet was almost was immediately recognized as a superior being and in some cases worshipped for it. Luther is an Imperial Guardsman standing next to...
1: Slightly older yeah
0: slightly older but that's what he would have been otherwise staying next to a primarch, and they write them in the book like they were on some uh, even keeled buddy quest and it's just not the case like i'm sorry (laughs) it's just not the case it was i'm sure he could instill wisdom of things when he was younger that he did that he did but he actually can't because the lion's also smarter than him by a power of like 10
1: so it's not Fofford and the Green Mosser. Got it.
0: Yeah. Like we talk about space Marines are uplifted through all these organ internet plants to be smarter and more amazing. It, it just intellectually more intelligent than, than a common soldier. Primarchs are naturally above that level with no input. So I'm struggling with Luther being the lion's equal and even thinking he should be Luther may have at one point been looking at the lion's navel when they stood next to each other. <laughs> So I'm just struggling on team. Yeah. He, yeah. Lion and I killed all the beasts. And I just envision everyone around going, yeah, Luther, I'm sure you are present. <laughs> <laughs> this is the ultimate I want a participation award. Um, <laughs>
1: so moving on. I, so I, moving just, on. I, I needed that a little bit of the rant. Yeah. It, by the way, I need everyone to know that it gets so much worse. Off recording. Off recording. <laughs> I go
0: off on some of these plot holes. So anyway, the lion and the dark angels are now pushing towards number one legion again. When it comes to war, has to be waged. It's them in, Luna in, wolves in, and, 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 and space wolves. Fun fun side story that actually does come up in modern 40k a little bit. At one point. The space wolves and the dark angels were sent to a planet that was God. not complying.
1: <laughs> you know what? No one cares about the plan, what actually the planet was. Lehman and the lion get into a little bit of a squabble. Well,
0: let's go ahead. The, the, setup's, the setup's good. Here. It let's, is, is. this is the full setup. So, the full setup is they've got the planet surrounded and they're getting ready. To stage the invasion, and for whatever reason, the lion just—my got my assumption is that the space wolves were having a, you know, a tavern thing. They have a pre—they
1: they have a pre-invasion party. Yeah, they had a whole big party, and the, and
0: the lion was on his ship listening to the loud music, getting annoyed, and just went, "Screw it, I'm going now." Yeah. And he grab he grabbed his dark angels, goes planet side, and just—I
1: mean, he he do, he literally <laughs> does a Rick and Morty Rick where he's like. <laughs> Oh, when I was drunk last night, I I just took care of everything.
0: It, it, it's all done now. And then Lehman
1: is come, wildly comes pissed. out of his
0: party and sees that the that the whole reason he was having the party was to go down to the planet and do all this stuff, and it's already done. And he's it, it, not. It, it, well, I mean, we
1: have to know why though, because every they're fighting for the Imperium. They're fighting for people to tell sagas about yeah. them. Like there's two scalds right now that are halfway through their what was going to happen in the story, and none of it got to happen. So Lehman's pissed because his brother just stole all of his glory and comes down, and also he's coming down in a toga, basically, from the party last night, and just decides that Chuck Norris kicked the lion in the head, and they're going to have a Brook. They're just going to throw down.
0: We're just just fighting. So the lion and Lehman have a fight for... A day and a half. That's what it says in the books. They fought for a day and a half, hand to hand.
1: And no one can get the upper hand. And the lion is serious about this fight. Somebody's attacking me. And Lehman decides that, Halfway, ah, yeah. this, I- is, I- this is awesome. It's a good time, but uh, I'm kind of done, and I'm going to go do something. And when he decides to stand there and say, yeah, put her there. This was all just a... Uh, A good fight. The lion's like, you attacked me. And while the Lehman's doing that, uh, well, the lion equips a power fist and punches him in the face with a power fist. You know, which usually kills people, you can punch it into tanks with it. Uh, and he knocked to give Lehman credit, he knocked him unconscious and he got back up a little later, not super happy, because while they were he was unconscious. The lion's like, all right, guys, let's get the hell out of yeah. here. This See, is no
0: big deal. In the same way the lion appeared in the planet and didn't everything, he just bailed in the planet. So Lehman's furious about... also about- he is, it is also... just he, I mean, went 0 for 2. That's what happened. First, he missed out on on the party, and then he got knocked out.
1: Well, he also, for him...
0: Via sucker punch. Yeah, I was going to say, he also <laughs> got
1: sucker punch knocked out in, I mean- in front of... All of his boys. But to,
0: <laughs> but again, to defend the lion here, it's not a sucker punch when someone sucker punches you. You I mean, fight if, for eighteen hours and then you finish it with a sucker punch back.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're cutting you're <laughs> cutting it way short. Of they fought for like thirty six hours. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: so they fight <laughs> that whole thing. To this, the reason I like all this story is, and it's a cool thing. To this day, every year, a champion from the the Space Wolves and a champion from the Dark Angels fight, and it's not supposed to be to the death.
1: I know you're saying this, but like, I don't think people are getting it when you don't put the full time. It's not like this is a 10 year tradition that we have. It's 11,000 years of them fighting every time, every year. You're like, this is a pretty legit tradition. now. Uh, They've
0: had 11,000 fights.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty big deal. So it's, it's throwing down. And, uh, Oh, yeah. They're still not super cool with each other to right now. Yeah. Which please GW give me back. The, the wolf. The great wolf.
0: Oh, I I just don't. Side note, my personal opinion. I think that's the hardest Primark for them to release. Oh, he's just going to YOLO swag. The model's going to be so. Oh, he's corrupted as hell. Yeah, but it, it, we'll it, continue. The next major event that occurs, though, pre-heresy, is what's called the Incident at Sorosi. So Dark Angels are sent. To a system called Sorosi. And as we've said before, the Emperor is aware of chaos corruption. And at this point, I think Lorgar is. And that's about it. Everyone assumes when they go to some of the things ex- that's resisting Imperial compliance. They just haven't seen the way. And they need to be shown the way. They don't realize that there's actually a chaos corruption going on. And Sorosi is one of those planets. Sorosi is fully corrupted by chaos. Bad English
1: dad. Because yeah. he knows all about it.
0: Just decides like, to tell them. Challenge with Sarosi is Sarosi has no interest in anything to do with the Imperium, but they do recognize they can't really beat the Imperium unless they cheat.
1: And they tried to cheat pretty hard. Yeah. They set up a meeting with the Lion, which is comically ridiculous in basically two guys with mustaches that they're curling. Well, yeah,
0: let's let's set the stage. The lion shows up with a, a fleet, an invasion fleet. And the Sorosys say, and he calls down to the planet and and says, you know, basically, you're not in in, in compliance. And Sorosy's response is, hey, you're breaking up really badly on this phone call. I got an idea. How about we come to you? So we'll just grab one of our ships. Don't worry about it. We'll fly up there and we'll just, we'll meet up with you on your ship. Yeah. On your capital ship primarily.
1: And they send up snidely whiplash. Feel free to look that up. (laughs) God, that's old. And... uh, it's just such a bad plan. And the, and I'm going to do this. We talked about this before, which is some of the times when the Primarchs, I don't think they're plot holes. Mm-hmm. Some of the times I think that the Primarchs are so ridiculously powerful and they are so smart that they're like, I don't think that you could do anything yeah, that I won't just immediately figure out or just be wildly tougher than you can deal with it. So I think that sometimes they get into problems because of the fact that they're like, who's going to do any... What are you going to do about it? Yeah. What ends
0: up happening is the plan is they put a giant nuclear bomb on the shuttle that's going to the Lion. At the last second before the bomb can explode, Luther and his buddies grab it and eject it back out into space. The issue is that, Luther knew about this. Now, this has been retcon. depending on which codex you've read around this. I was this. just about to say this. Yeah, so, Brad, you give the old version, I'll give the new version.
1: The old version is that he wants to be look like the hero and mm-hmm. stop it. The new version is he knew about it all along and kind he got, of-
0: He got excited <clears throat> that the lion would die and then, you know- He would be in charge. He gets to be in charge because that's how it would work.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Good news is the lion doesn't die. Bad news is he has to do something about Luther and the guys who betrayed him. So you know what you do when someone betrays you well, and, and thinks and is and betrays you, not just betrays you a little bit, but tries to, tries to let you die. The best thing you could possibly do is take that person and everyone who agreed with them and not, not kill them and make an example out of them.
1: John, no, no. You no. send him to your home planet. That's to, to, in charge of all of your new recruits, and in charge of everybody that's training to be recruits. And you put him in charge of there. Yeah,
0: because what could go wrong? He'll learn his fun lesson. Welcome to foreshadow part number two of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing could
1: possibly happen.
0: Yeah, it's just we're kind of this episode's going to have a lot of foreshadowing, guys, and we it's all going to come to a really rather rather well, rapid conclusion well, a little bit later. the secrets. At this point, though the whole galaxy starts to burn and I mean, it's the heresy
1: let's be i'm gonna give you props dark angels you, you've had some problems you know what they are they're secrets mm-hmm. but when horus is looking at who we can convince to come over and who we can't his his he's got i'm assuming he just had a big chalkboard in my mind yeah, it's a big, a big chalkboard and on the for sure not going to cast holy shit no is the lion?
0: Yeah, I think the lion is on is to the, is on the one side, and Angron's on the other. Oh, side, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we, we I haven't even asked Angron. I just yeah. assumed he was already. Yeah, the I market. know
0: he's coming. We just we just say we're yeah. doing this. And, and
1: the lion him. is like, is there any world, any like, if you go to the multiverse, is there <laughs> any dimension where the lion went to chaos? And you're like, no. But I actually I do
0: want to spend time on this because this is interesting. The lion, you're right, would never go to chaos. The dark angels, though... Yes. ...really would, because they are... Just all the things they've been doing for the last thousand years...
1: ...are awful. Are and Horus knows about
0: it, Yeah, and Horus, exactly.
1: But he's also... He knows more than he should, because, again, the chaos gods have given him information. Because yeah,
0: Horus knew, knew about the, the red thirst within the blood angels. Mm-hmm. He knows about... He, he's been given all forbidden
1: knowledge, basically... Yeah. Uh, you know, when you have the god of knowledge, forbidden knowledge, he tends to give you some yeah. forbidden knowledge.
0: Zinch knows a few secrets here and there. Yeah.
1: So, like, the thing is, is that's I'm going to give props to the lion again. This is how powerful of a personality, not just mm-hmm. warrior, that the lion is, that he says, I for sure could turn this legion. And you're like, yeah, but not as long as the lion exists. And you're like, well, maybe I could get rid of the lion. And then you're like, yeah, maybe we we just scrap that whole plan and we just send him to Guam. Yeah. Because, what? oh yeah, I don't know if you know this, the Lion's real tough. <laughs> the
0: Lion's real tough and has a real big Legion that sure likes to fight.
1: Yeah, he's also got, also his inner circle of people are also not going anywhere. Yeah. Like the Legion itself has a lot of people that have done shady things, probably corrupted by chaos. They came from... Mm-hmm. Uh, a radiated planet, and then their now home planet is a chaos-infested cesspool. They can
0: fight chaos. But one of the cool things about them is, as we discussed during the Horse Heresy episodes, were the warrior lodges. And just to kind of recap, those of you who didn't listen or just it's been a while, the warrior lodges were these things, of course it came from the word bears, that were put in all of the Legion. They kind of snuck in. They were actually technically illegal.
1: But they were also technically a great idea if it wasn't for the fact that they were full of horrible yeah. ideas.
0: And the Warrior Lodges was a way for all everyone was considered equal in a Warrior Lodge. You could be sitting next to your primer. You could address them as just an Eric, you know, yeah. and whatever. Thing is, the Dark Angels already had that. Yep. And so there was no need for it. So the Dark Angels were the, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to check. But I believe they were the only Legion without Warrior Lodges. Yeah, they had zero
1: and the thing is, is that they already had the structure of, yeah,
0: man, I already talked to people. Yeah, but why do I need this? Which <clears throat> meant that even if Horus wanted to convert the Dark Angels over, he didn't have any way to actually access it. He yeah, he had yeah, no
1: real foothold. Yeah. Even though the, the Legion was very susceptible. Yeah.
0: He'd have to go and ask <clears throat> and yeah. go walking in, up to the lion <laughs> or anyone in in, you know, in the Dark Angels saying, hey, we've got this planet turn on the Emperor. If it works great, if it doesn't work, you're very dead. Like, you're very dead, like, instantly
1: Oh, dead. I, I, I asked the Deathwing if it was cool. Yeah. I'm planning on betraying the Emperor and taking over. So you guys aren't down with that? Oh, i would be a bummer if there was 1,000 yeah, Terminators staring yeah, can, at me. Can,
0: can I leave now? No. Oh, it's a no. Oh, all right. Yeah, out. I well, did
1: not see this coming. <laughs>
0: because of all this, Horace is left with a very simple solution, and Brad alluded to it earlier. He just sends the lion to the other side of the galaxy and then sends the Night Lords to go be a pain in the ass, and that's out of the galaxy. There's
1: a big thing on this, and I thought about this for a while before we recorded the episode, which is this is a genius plot because Horace knows that Conrad Cruz, the Night Hunter, the the leader of the Night Lords, is the most unreliable. If you basically were doing the Wheel of Alignments, you've got Lawful Nutri here with the Lion. Chaotic Evil is... Bing, bing, bing! You yeah. got it. He, oh, looked, yeah. the Conrad Cruz is all about that. But as much as he knows that the Night Lords are going to let him down, but as long as he puts them in the general area, the line is no nonsense.
0: Let me ask you a question. He said something there. Where he said Conrad Cruz was chaotic evil. I think he's chaotic neutral.
1: Possibly, but he he does too Sorry, much so,
0: I, I know we're, just, but, we're both D D players. I'm just going with. I think Conrad Cruz is chaotic neutral. Well, he is
1: fully insane. That's why. So but the <laughs> thing no is no loyalties at all. Yes. Yeah, the the <laughs> thing about that is he is the antithesis of what the line is. The yeah. line is no nonsense. Do your duty. You don't screw around. You you follow a code. And Conrad Cruz is, I have no code. I am only gonna screw around. I made the Joker look like he had an excellent plan, a structure, and a 401k. Uh this guy is completely insane. Uh, and no one can do anything about it because he's a primar. And he knows that if he sends that out there, that the lion will not stop. He will terminate or chase him down yeah. and basically ignore everything else and go, I refuse to have this clown just exists, exist, basically.
0: I'm going to... Rem- and it's actually interesting, when you're reading the Horus Heresy stories, it feels like the Dark Angels are... They're concerned about what the Night Lords are doing. But it seems to be much more specific of, no, the lion is very concerned about what Conrad Cruz is doing. Oh,
1: he and that wants needs to, to get cut now. him up into small pieces and serve him at a diner. He, like, he just needs him to be dead. And this is one of the things. It's the fall of a lot of the Primarchs. The lion, while he has a lot of good intentions, is... While, if you're looking for the seven sins, pride would yeah. be—he's carrying a large load and, of that.
0: And I do think this is interesting because you had at the same time Gilliman had a similar thing happen with the Word bears and he turned towards Earth and went, "I have to—I I need to get back yep. there quick." Warp storm slowed him up. The Lion also does have a warp storm come over top and, and envelop him, but not till a, quite a bit later of him. Yeah, I know I got to get back to Earth, but I just got to go kill this guy first. And just kind of loses himself to it. And as a result of all this, as the heresy continues, the truth is in the books, the the Dark Angels are a side story in in the heresy. There's, you know, they're obviously the. the, Horace
1: won up that 100%. Yeah. Because all he needed to do was make, I mean, you know, to give everybody the Dark Angels, we're not saying that the Dark Angels aren't awesome on that because uh, Horace changes all of his plans when the mere thought of the fact that the Dark Angels entered the soul system makes everybody piss their pants and change all tactics because we have to win now. Yeah. Because if the Dark Angels show up, we will auto lose.
0: The Dark Angels were the most formidable force. The the Space Wolves, remember, had fought on Prospero and they they got hit by Alpha Legion. The Space Wolves were actually a little bit injured. They were still
1: good. Space Wolves were also just straight up fighting any, yeah, They were doing old world leader. I don't know if anybody played back then. When world leaders had to attack the closest target, that's effectively what was happening with the space. What what was was the point of that rule? It was dumb, and I played world leaders at the time. So,
0: So, as we said in our last episode, the Lion, Lehman, Gilliman all show up too late for the party.
1: 100%.
0: And they each have their own idea of what has to happen. One of them has a plan and a structure. A great plan. The other two <laughs> have, no plan. have no plan, but vengeance is a key part
1: of it. The, okay, so we've got three three legions. We've got the Ultramarines who want to reclaim, re, rededicate all the planets mm-hmm. back to the Imperial Decree and basically start getting logistics and everything else.
0: Yeah. We're going to crawl our way back out from this.
1: Lehman Ross has no plan because he's the roadrunner and refuses to admit that physics exist and is like, I will punch anybody with the first name that starts with L at first and just (laughs) continues on to ruin people. And the Dark Angels are steaming because they are the protectors. They are the Mm -hmm. the guys that do the work. They are the knight in shiny armor and they get get to take place in any of this. Also, and again, side note, on his way there, because he wasn't allowed to warp travel, because they were taking the long way home, the lion is ruining every single chaos planet he can find. He's not retaking it. He's just glassing them. He's like, this is a logistical planet for Horus. Good luck having supplies on your way back to the Eye of Terror. And he's flatlining any chaos
0: planet. The fact that he brought back the old version of the Dark Angels. Yep. And used it just for anyone who thought Horus was cool.
1: Yeah. Like, (laughs) hey, man, what do you think about Horus? You're like, I'm not 100% who Horus is. He probably isn't. Isn't he the war master? Close enough. Close enough. Class the planet. (laughs) (laughs) And so it actually makes a difference because the Lion and the Dark Angels decide that, oh, the Emperor did say, and this could be, there's multiple ways that it's been said, but he basically tells them to win against chaos yeah. you can say kill chaos you, you can say defeat chaos, defeat what the chaos said whatever some of the versions and the lion's like cool i'm gonna ruin all chaos and he goes also hey good luck getting back to where you need to escape i've killed the entire supply chain from here to the eye of tear on the way here why did you think we were going to be escaping just in case <laughs>
0: And it's good you brought up the Eye of Terror, because what is the last stop you'd make as an Imperium on your way into the Eye of Terror to punch Chaos?
1: I mean, Caliban's right around the corner. It's
0: right there. You want to get some supplies. So that's exactly what they do. The the Archangels are chasing the traitors. And by chasing, as Brad said, this wasn't a one-week process. This is over a couple decades of quote-unquote chasing them, just following them places and hitting them. As hard And as they're, they're ruining possible. stuff,
1: and yeah. he is really putting the the beat down on them. To be perfectly yeah. honest, also the lion, we have to say this: the lion has went through, and we'll do another episode on this because there was a time while they were waiting to be able to go to Terra.
0: Yeah, that's true. So they had some. We're
1: sanguinous. The the lion and Bobby G had some. So when they were setting up another em- Imperium, uh, the yeah. shit went down. Lions had a little introspective, but. He's pretty pissed off after you have an epiphany of how you should live your life a little bit better. And then someone ruined your life. You're like, well, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do some shit to that. Those people.
0: I'm going to go wreck that, that that guy.
1: So they meander basically back to Caliban and they haven't been able to contact Caliban because Caliban is, if you ever watched the cartoons where there's a black cloud that's raining over one person, well that's Caliban.
0: Yeah, so let's dive into what's happened. So Caliban gets enveloped by a warp storm during effectively during the Horus Heresy. True
1: story. And it literally
0: is just it never goes. Anywhere. No one no one mm-hmm. the astropaths can't contact it. It's just there.
1: It is a dark spot.
0: And we can kind I think we take the story from two from two sides. The side from the Imperium is Caliban just disappeared. And then but then post Horus dying, it reappears. But not well, actually right away. It just it takes a little bit of time. But they also still
1: of, don't contact them. They or they have no contact they, with.
0: But they can get to it, and the dark yeah. angels no, notice this, and they decide, ooh. As soon as they can, they go. We have got to go. get have to go. And
1: this is a big thing. This is another reason why. The lion's lawful neutral, mm-hmm. because, he, could have beelined the whole time back to his home world. Yeah. But he has a duty. And he takes care of that duty. Let's get this done first. Yeah, he. And it's it's not a I don't care about you. It's I obviously duty is first. I have to take care of killing the chaos. The emperor, my my bad English dad, mm-hmm. said to do this. Sorry, English people.
0: <laughs> and I promised earlier some foreshadow. Now it's coming through. So now we're gonna pivot over to what was actually happening on Caliban during the Horus Heresy. The first thing that was going on was. Caliban starts to become more chaos-esque.
1: Well, all the Warpies come back into the forest. Mm-hmm.
0: Necromancers in the forest. The planet turns.
1: Well, Luther de- declares himself Grand Puba, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Master, and anybody that doesn't like it, they start purging yep. any knightly order that doesn't accept the new rule. And the new rule, by the way, is sketchy as shit immediately. You're like, hey, man, <laughs> you should join the super. We're called the, the Union of Evil. And people are like, I'd like to not be part of the Union of Evil. They're like, I think it might be evil, you know, just because no. it's called. They're like, yeah, we, we're, we're going to have to kill you.
0: We're killing you. No. Luther and his, and his buddies, okay, it's all, Luther is there with all the other people who agreed with him on maybe it's a good idea to kill the lion. Yeah. They decide to declare their independence. From the from the Imperium. No to, to, no one to, knows this, by the way. No, to be, they're, they're surrounded by a chaos storm. To,
1: to know, yeah, they're, they're clearing this into the wind, by the yeah, way. They're, they're just yelling into the Atlantic Ocean that we're free. And, all
0: of you are welcome to walk into a forest by yourself and scream, I'm a strong, independent person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the big thing about this is we do have to clarify. We're acting like everybody knew it was evil. There's literally millions of people on the planet.
0: Billions probably.
1: Yeah. No, no, I'm saying, I'm not talking I'm talking fighting people. Oh like yeah. Marines slash scouts slash recruits. Mm-hmm. There's millions because again, this is their recruitment plan. That have no idea about anything. They just know that they're told to go to here because Luther is pushing people away. He's effectively doing a Horace that he's the diet coke of Horace at this point.
0: Yeah. But which he's let's trying not to- compare him to any more Primarchs. Let's true. just let's just leave him at
1: no, but he he's literally taking guys that he doesn't think could be corrupted or he doesn't know. Yeah. And he just goes, Hey man, you should go to Australia.
0: Yeah, you should you should go for a walk into the woods. Yeah. You and your buddies. I and then this all of a sudden he, he they, they go
1: there. in like his inner circle of bad guys yeah. murders people. And there's a ton of people that just don't know what's happening. They just they know stuff's not great, but they also no, this is tough times. This is
0: tough times. They can't contact the Imperium. There's no they can't, ships coming and in. They
1: and can't, they can't contact the Lion. Yeah.
0: There's no... So, Luther's in charge, because that's who the Lion put in charge, because he did actually do that. Because, I mean, we're all different people, but I'd like to believe if someone tried to kill me, I wouldn't then go put him in charge of my family.
1: <laughs> You're so like, just, you should go home and take care of everybody I love.
0: Yeah, it just feels like that's a, not a good decision. So, fast forward... The warp storm is over. The lion and the dark angels' fleet arrive in orbit and start getting closer. Begin their approach to Caliban. None of the none of the hails are being re- are being replied to, but that's not
1: weird. Maybe something's going on. They're also shields down, defense not ready, mm-hmm. and this is a big deal because they uh, immediately get fired upon. Yeah. and By orbital cannons, right? And they lose. Some ships, because they are super not ready for it. You're you're not really, you know, when you go home and you're like, man, it's been a long day. I hope no ninjas attack me from the (laughs) sides.
0: They open your door. It's like an 80s, 90s movie reference where ninjas will attack. What was the last movie with ninjas in it? 2023. I can't think of the last movie I saw with ninjas in it. Uh,
1: No idea. Yeah. Anyway.
0: But but Brad and I are old. That was that was a staple of our youth. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, if you go into this room, a ninja will be ready for you. For sure. Finally realized that that's just not real.
1: But but that effectively happened. They came in completely unprepared. They get attacked, and the lion, weirdly enough, not super excited about this. Also, the attack does tactically nothing besides piss the lion off. Yeah. He did lose some ships and like a lot of people died. Sorry, everyone. But like tactically, for the fleet itself, it was a nothing, and now he's just pissed.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, let's also laugh. I want to laugh about this again. I'm gonna keep laughing about Luther things because I really do think Luther was an idiot. He's useless. Um, when a fleet of ships arrives in orbit and you shoot at them, you really should have a plan, other than maybe if I pick a couple of the things armed with. Bombardment cannons. <laughs> anyway. Um, the Dark Angels. Destroy the planet. That's. that's the, the lion's response is not a tepid one of. Well let's take out their cannons. The lion I mean he says, does go down there. Yeah. Well he's. But he starts off with. Effectively cracking the planet with orbital cannons. He does that. It is. I mean you're not wrong. Yeah, Everything. Mm-hmm. When they land on the planet. Which they do do.
1: I mean, the he did Voltron.
0: Is, the planet is breaking apart from the orbital bombardment.
1: I, I feel that I really summed that up when yeah. I said the lion was not happy about being fired upon
0: at Istvan Three. yeah, no, sorry, yeah, Istvan Three. The orbital bombardment that Horus put down didn't do this much damage. I <laughs>
1: like, just saying, I again reference. summed it up. Everyone, yeah, the reference. lion was not happy. About being fired upon. <laughs> I, I don't get what you're not understanding about this, man. They
0: land on the planet, and the lion has one purpose and one purpose only, and that is I'm going to go stab Luther in his face. Uh, but this is. And
1: we're gonna trope, here we go. We're going to trope it up so hard on this one. Uh. The lion comes down. Luther is juiced to the gills. I mean, he is. he tested positive for yes. Yeah.
0: This, we're doing we're going to do the same story we've done throughout the entire heresy where primarch goes to fight non-primarch or other primarch figuring it's an easy fight only to discover that they're fully infused with chaos
1: and he also doesn't want to kill his foster dad yeah and he tries to talk him out of this a lot actually mm-hmm. and luther gets the upper hand because lion just won't finish him
0: yeah, I mean, in the show notes I put in here, I, I made a comment that, you know, they have a large duel, and the lion finally bests Luther, knocks him to the ground, and then kills him.
1: I mean, immediately kills him. Just kidding. Just, just, no, he didn't
0: do that at all. That would have been... GW does what they always do. He knocks him to the ground and stands above him and starts lecturing him on all the things and how bad he is and how sad the lion is and how well, angry the lion is at it's,
1: Luther. It, you know, again, lawful neutral. Yeah. The lion's biggest thing is
0: loyalty yeah and you betrayed my loyalty
1: 100 and it's such a big deal with this and then effectively luther lashes out because the chaos gods are like cool a monologue best time to hit somebody in the face yeah. with every power you have
0: and i gotta be careful with this because it's gonna sound like I copy and pasted this story from another one of our casts luther reaches out with powers and uses the force of chaos to kill the lion, but in doing so, he has an epiphany and sees that he's actually in the wrong and feels bad about
1: it. Well, he he does literally channel the chaos gods directly into- Into the lion's body. You're like, hey, as I'm doing this, when I'm giving you the beam of pure evil, you're like, wait a minute. I might be the bad guy here.
0: (laughs) This also has two effects. One, it kills the lion, sort of. Hey,
1: we're going to- we're not going to quote that
0: but yeah, well, air quote. I mean, air quote. Yeah. Sort yeah. of kills the lion, but more importantly, breaks the planet apart.
1: Oh, the, the power of that hit. And this is how powerful some of the primex are. This is why, by the way, the lion, if you don't think he's top three primex, you're on crack because he gets hit by planet cracking beam of death. And he's like, I'm only mostly dead. <laughs> He's like, "Yes, you just hit me with a cut the planet in half beam." That hurt a lot. I'm yeah. going to have to really shake this go one have, out. I'm going
0: to have a little bit of a nap.
1: So, the watchers,
0: yeah, Foreshadow Foreshadow part 2 here yeah, coming through.
1: The watchers are like, "Yeah, no. Like, we're not we're not down with that, see." The watchers grab the body and they spirited away to the fortress in the side of the planet, which is, we won't even talk about how they got there, but there is a giant fortress in the middle of, w- would have been the middle of the planet. Yeah, it
0: gets, the, the timing, this is weird. Effectively, the, the core of the planet becomes an asteroid, and the core of the planet, an asteroid that the, Dark angels then build a fortress on, or the fortress was
1: already, already there. It.
0: It's not. I either way. The, I read it seven times, guys, and I just got my eyes got tired. So I'm, yeah. I'm going with. I'm telling well, you. Well,
1: the the Watchers take him and they put him in a stasis pod. They put him in a Watcher specific mm-hmm. stasis pod
0: in a part of the planet that no one can access. They put him in the fortress in the rock. Yeah, but they call it the rock. I don't think it's the rock. I, I still stand by. No, it's the warp.
1: Probably because they can't find him.
0: Yeah, it's a pocket of the warp.
1: They scan the planet. Mm -hmm. They look for the lion. Everybody looks for the lion. And there is absolutely no trace of him whatsoever. Again, Watcher's ability to obfuscate, which I really think that the Watcher's main power, psychic power, whatever you want to Mm -hmm. call it, is if they don't want you to know they're there, they're just not
0: there. Well, and the Codexes call it out that the Emperor knew. Yes. And the Emperor can see into the warp. Right. So this is why I'm going with, he's in the warp. That's where he was. He was in the warp.
1: And it's and they basically, I mean, I have to give props to them. Come on, Dark Angels on this. Oh, it's cool as hell. They literally take the remains of the planet, they strap rockets on, and they drive it around. Like orc shit right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. They
0: decide, you guys blew up our home planet. Screw it. Which, I guess, we blew up our home planet, if we're being honest. They started it. Chaos finished it. And they went, well, we are still going to have a home planet, damn it. And if it means that we have to put rockets on it and a giant, I don't know, like Gellerfield, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to fly our home planet around, around because we can. One other piece, though, that is important here is they did find Luther was not dead. Ooh. So
1: this is like the beginning of our interrogator chapters. To be honest with you, yeah,
0: this gets what the Dark Angels do about Luther is kind of is kind of dark. Here's nah. yeah, meh. when they come down to the planet, the planet's breaking apart. They know their primarch is down there. So you do what you should do. You jump down there like the space wolves did when Horus was going to kill lehman and they all just jumped on Horus. Like yep. I don't care, you're not getting him. They sacrifice themselves down there, but they can't find the Lion anywhere. And they don't know that the watchers of the dark took him. They just think he's been disintegrated. But they do find Luther and Who they, they know did this and they
1: put a beating <laughs> yeah. of the They take him yeah oh they, well first off they give him a beating yeah they give him the take man weirdly enough you're still alive maybe we'll just torture you for yes well, and basically
0: if- they put luther in a room and if you go outside the room there's every single dark angel waiting in line yeah. and they all walk in and punch him and then it's the next one so he got punched by every single dark angel
1: <laughs> and then they start asking questions after, <laughs> after yeah, yeah.
0: there's no interrogation. They just first we're going to everyone's going to line up and everyone's going to punch you in the face. And then afterwards, we'll figure out what we're going to
1: do next. And Luther, to <laughs> his credit, actually knows a ton of shit.
0: The Dark Angels, what well, they strap Luther into effectively the same machine the Emperor is in just for negative purposes. I
1: mean, they 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 do. They put him in the uh, not golden throne. Yeah. They put it they basically put him in cerebro, but it is
0: all bad it's all bad and they're just gonna and they just start interrogating him for
1: ten thousand years I mean they have literally a torture chair that tortures your soul mm-hmm. I don't even know how you brace for soul torture by the way
0: but Luther's been doing it for ten thousand years yeah it's not great and now in that time the main reason that they're torturing him is let's kind of circle back to the situation the Dark Angels are in now. They have been on a crusade to wipe out chaos, only to discover...
1: They are chaos. Also, <laughs> we we kind of glossed over this. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that during this whole thing, all of the Fallen, which are the guys that went to chaos or were just on Caliban. So what happened is at the end, you're like, what happened to all the Fallen? The Fallen were... Just like the Primarchs were, when they were babies, scattered everywhere. Because the Chaos Gods thought this was a great, Mm ha-ha, deal with it, and just scattered them. And I'm talking scattered them. Yeah,
0: not like a couple planets over.
1: They are just everywhere. Instantaneous travel, which is, you know.
0: And this is a good move by the Chaos Gods, because the Imperium knows that the word bearers are traitors. They know the Lunar Wolves are traitors. They know they're all traitors.
1: They don't know know the Dark Angels at all.
0: So the Dark Angels, and you know who doesn't want anyone to know the Dark Angels are traitors?
1: The Dark Angels. (laughs) (laughs) And they are single-minded. Their new purpose in life is, one, stamp out chaos. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention kill all our guys that went to chaos. And anybody that finds out that we 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 had guys that went to chaos.
0: I was thinking about this a lot when we were doing some of the show notes. The lion, but also the dark angels are lawful neutral, and they were given a commandment by the emperor. And the commandment was destroy all chaos and anything. So they took that as, as Brad said, they're wiping out planets that supplied chaos. They may not even been chaos, but because they were supplying the Luna Wolves (laughs) of the the Horus, you are now chaos and dead. Well, that's now you. So, what they have, so they decide if anyone finds out about this, they would murder us. So, what we're going to do is not let them ever find out. And this is where the Dark Angels become kind of cool from a lower perspective, but also kind of messed up. We didn't mention this. No one knows any of this is happening. The only people who are aware of what's happening at Caliban is the Dark Angels. And that's true. 11,000 years later.
1: Also, the dark angels don't know what's happening on Caliban. True. Most of their legion has no idea what just went down. But not just that, I'm talking current state. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They the, even even oh, when you're right. yeah, the, you're people right. that were eyeballs on did not know what was happening. 11,000 years later, when you're not telling the dude that's looking at the broken planet and telling yeah. him what's happening, you're you're definitely not telling the dude 11,000 years from now what actually happened. And that's why you now have the inner circle. It's mm-hmm. the people that actually are told what's going on. And these com- are basically comprised of tiny amounts of the Legion. We're talking about people that are in first company, the Terminator. They have the Deathwing. Mm-hmm. You have Terminators there. You have all these people that are only brought into when you again getting to Terminator armor is kind of a big deal, by the way. But, but. making these steps up is you are worthy of keeping these secrets, and you will keep these yep. secrets. And they've kept these secrets. They went from the play, the guys that keep secrets to the guys that are crazy of that their whole society is based More on a level
0: of secret secret
1: yeah it gets pretty nutty they are the cia does not have enough secrets to the mess with the dark angels amount of secrets
0: and so to jump us to because this is kind of the end of we're gonna get to the line very briefly in a second but this is kind of the end of the story into the 41st millennia and up to the 41st millennia a really important thing for what they're saying is that all of this stuff that's happening with the fallen, with the destruction of Caliban, all these things, no one in the Imperium knows about this. Oh, Even absolutely not. The Lords of Terra have no idea. Also, I, no I, one knows. You
1: didn't mention the the risen, but we'll just move on from there.
0: Well, we're, we're going to normally, if this podcast had been recorded a year ago, we would finish there. But but, GW did us life all a favor. Bad. Did us a huge favor and have moved the storyline for Dark Angels Thank forward. Thank
1: God. Yeah. We're not in Abaddon's 13th Crusade for the last 23 years. <laughs> we finally moved on in the last two years. Yeah.
0: And so now, as Brad mentioned, at the beginning of this cast, you will probably be listening to this around the same time the Codex comes God out.
1: damn it. So we we it.
0: <laughs> We, we wanted to time this uh, just so people had to, to, to record a podcast, edit, and whatnot takes a couple weeks. So rather than be a few weeks late, we decided to be right on time, but it means we don't have all the information. However, we can give you what we knew already.
1: But the lion's back now. The lion will,
0: is woken up.
1: And the lion is old, yes. seen some shit lion. Yeah. And I'm excited to do, and we will do for a while, but we're going to do another cast on the Dark Angels and really talk about. Where the game's going, mm-hmm. and the dark and why the dark angels are at the forefront of that, uh, of the where the lore is going. To be honest with you, but the life, But
0: let's just give everyone kind of for those of you who are you know newer to it, the lion, the Watchers of the Dark release him from wherever they were. Wherever they, they were. Cough, the cough. The war. And he goes cough. through.
1: He goes on literally a, a vision quest. Look mm-hmm. at the size of that chicken, but. He literally goes on a vision quest where he has to find out. He has to find himself. He has to Mm -hmm. defeat a false emperor. He has to find out. And and you wonder if the the watchers actually in the books by the way, read the lion's book. It's great.
0: The newest book's really good.
1: Um, Really good. But the thing is, is that I think that the Watchers might have been in multiple things are testing the lion to see who the lion is. Is he still the lion? Where
0: what is he Mm -hmm. learned? Well, because he got attacked in his soul.
1: Yeah. Right. So I think they're trying to see if he's still the if he's still pure lion or if he's corrupted. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe less pure lion. Yeah.
1: But it's it's a really cool and I'm excited to see where they're going with this mm-hmm. because I think the dark angels are a great I was happy that we were doing them as our first legion yeah. legion focus because they've got Really cool lore, and the thing is, is that they're one of my favorites because they're not Mary Sue's about it, they're oh, not perfect, they have they have so many flaws, and they're always
0: dealing with their flaws. That's the thing, they're more, they're probably. I think the reason we want to start with them, they're, I think they're the most complicated of the legions because of that. Because they went from borderline evil, like the level I don't of, even of, know like, if they
1: were borderline, yeah, they were kind of just
0: evil, yeah, but just a bit from the. Perspective of the imperial. They're, they're anti-heroes. Doing, yeah, they, they, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a great word. they were anti-heroes. Um, then the then they become knights like King Arthur. And now they're knights, but with the, maybe one of the worst secrets of I'm um, actually half us are traitors, which sets us no, up for No, f- but that's
1: a big thing. You have, you have to say why it's a big thing, though. It, it's not like they just went, eh, we're, we're world leaders and we're traitors. Like everybody's like, whatever, we're warriors, we don't care. <laughs> These are guys that live their life by a code, code. And a this
0: code, code. Yeah, and the code is we're not traitors.
1: Yes, and they shattered that code. Now they that, went, This is everything that we say we are, and we take great pride. Again, when I said the seven sins and the lion has, you're like, there's six others, and there's pride, and your pride's like, Why did anybody else show up?
0: I was thinking about this the other day, and one of the when you play 40K. It's always kind of weird when you're playing an Imperium faction and you're playing against someone who's playing an Imperium faction, unless one of those factions is Dark Angels. It's actually kind of cool because when we talk about the Fallen, you remember the Fallen are not corrupted the way that a lot of other legions are, where they would have beasts of chaos or you know plague marines, you know whatever whatever you want to be, right? The, the Fallen are it's just dudes. Or yeah, they're 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 space marines. So a fallen looks identical to a non-fallen, so you don't know which one you're playing. You don't know what, you it can be either. When I say playing, playing against, or playing as. And it's one of the really cool elements of the game, to me, that kind of helps. It helps with the narrative because when I, like, I play competitively, I like competitive play, but I do like the narrative.
1: Well, it's also the, the fact that if you happen to find out their secret, you're like. Sorry, salamanders, but we're gonna have to fight you right now because we don't need you telling people about this.
0: Yeah, like some Salam- Like a, a salamander fleet got a little bit off course and landed at what used to be Caliban, and goes, "Hey, where's your planet?" <laughs> and the Dark Angels have to go, "Come here, we'll tell you about it. Lean in, real close."
1: <laughs> yeah, and again, still ends justify the means for Dark Angels, mm-hmm. which is always
0: that is their thing. Crazy on that. So with that, we'll come to the end of this episode. On our next episode, we're going to dive into a bit more of a fun episode, talking about some of the the units that make up the Dark Angels army, why we like them, and kind of why we like playing Dark Angels or playing against Dark Angels. Spoiler alert: I don't like playing against Dark, 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 Dark Angels. <laughs> 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 but we're going we're going to do that episode, and then that'll be our last episode of this Dark Angels coverage. For now. For now, until the. Maybe two or three weeks, I'm being perfectly honest. We may have to do an emergency. Oh, wait, there's more. Um, But Brad and I discussed, we didn't want to do an episode on theory. We'd rather just do one where you can read the codex and talk about it. 100%. Uh, So with that, please join our Facebook and our Discord. We're trying to get a bit more engagement there. Brad and I are spending a lot more time on it. We've been getting some comments written on Facebook, letting us know stuff. Please keep doing that. Any any questions you guys have, any criticisms you have, please put them it there. It helps
1: a ton. Yeah. We, we hope that episode 16 is terrible compared to episode 60 because of the fact that we got so much feedback that we continually fixed exactly. all of the wrongs.
0: We are literally recording this in my basement. We are doing a lot of this ourselves. High
1: not- effects studio, John.
0: Yeah, like- high effect studio of... My basement, <laughs> <laughs> while drinking wine, of course, for everybody. There is wine. Um, that that that's a key part of the
1: podcast. But that's how you lure me in. <laughs> exactly, hey
0: Brad, welcome to my. Want to do it at your house or my house? My house has lots of wine and a comfy chair.
1: I'm in the car. <laughs> Brad,
0: Brad is on his way. <laughs> but anyway, with that, please join us next week. I'm John Barside. This is Brad Chester. Sky. We'll see you next week.